Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. We are Chen and Jane, the hosts of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer podcast. We are back after a two, three, seven, eight week hiatus. <laughs> it's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> welcome back. And Jane, welcome to America. Yeah, welcome everyone. You are sitting with me in my living room in gorgeous Eagle Mountain, Utah. That's where I'm recording from right now. Ooh-hoo. And do you love it? Yeah. I love it. Lots it's different, but it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. And we talked. It still feels like a vacation. Yeah. Huh? I was just going to say, we talked about this off air, but like you've gone to a Target already, right? Oh, yeah. I've gone to a Target. I've hit up a Sonic Burger. Um, even the Walmart's here. The Walmart's here really? are amazing. Amazing. Yeah, totally. Um. Okay, well, what is your, I know we have a couple weeks to make up for, but what's your product of the week? Okay, my product of the week, I haven't got it yet. It is arriving tomorrow, Hmm. but I'm so excited about this. So um, a friend of mine, her name is Taylor. She has no idea I'm doing this. She's going to get, she's going to freak out at me. Um, She has created a little business called Daydreamer Journals. And she creates these different journals. You can buy them on Amazon. They are so cute. So if you've ever wanted to journal, there are some that are like meant for like younger kids to teach them how to do it or to teach beginners how to journal. Mm -hmm. Then she has like ones for adults and they have like cute sayings in them and cute graphics and things like that. I got the one that is for affirmations, gratitude, and one other thing. It's so cute, but what impressed me even more was the price point. Mm-hmm. Like, these are not stupidly expensive notepads. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really not. So, I'm just pulling her up on Instagram. It's a daydreamer.journals. And so, the gratitude line so it's gratitude, affirmations, and intentions. Oh. And I bought the one that is good for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. She has two pink one and a yellow one I got the yellow one and I am genuinely so excited to get this and it ships directly from Amazon they're very inexpensive and they're so cute you know um so I'll post about it tomorrow like whenever this um episode drops yeah so you guys can see it but I'm so excited to get it I love it and I'm supporting a small business and someone who has a dream literally it's daydreamer um and she did it. And I'm so proud of her. I love it. Is she in Calgary? No. So she li- used to live in Calgary. She actually lives in Ontario right now. Um, she comes back and forth though all the time. Calgary was her home for a really long time. So that's how I met her. That's amazing. Uh, amazing. We'll go give her a follow guys. Um, okay. So my product of the week, I know we talked about this off air. Um, I actually ran out of my Saint setting spray. So I, in the meantime, needed some kind of like primer for my makeup. And so everyone raves about the elf pore putty. Yep. And so I finally got my hands on a tub of it and it is actually so 
like creamy and actually goes on really, really smoothly and dries to like almost like a matte finish underneath. But I know we talked about this. It works on different skin types. It works really well with my like Saint cream makeup, but you said it didn't really work well for you. So it doesn't work well paired for me with Saint makeup. Okay. With any other makeup brand, it's actually worked fine. But I think it's because I'm pretty sure it's silicone based. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, that's why it just didn't work well with my super dry skin. I could be wrong. I will say I also did a setting spray together. So that might've been the trick for me. I used setting spray. Did you? Yeah. I put the pour putty on first and then I set my face with the setting spray and then I did it at the end. That might be the trick. I mean, maybe, who knows? That might be a trick I need to (laughs) try. I really like it though. And I really like that it's cool. Yeah, totally. It's always cool. And it's like six bucks, you guys. Yeah. And it's like, I know there was like a couple of years ago, these like videos going around about people taking elf products apart and it was like all packaging. Like you were really not getting much product. Like, you know, like the pump bottles where you can get like the oh, other primers. Yeah. Um, but this one's not like it. Like it's a tub. Like you can see how much product you have in the tub. So for oh. $6, you're getting a ton. I remember a few years ago, the makeup guy, Jeffree Star, the makeup guru, um, he did an elf review on it. Mm. And I'm not kidding. You couldn't get that primer for months and months and months and months and months. Oh, no still had it. I was looking for it because I was like, I need to try this primer for six bucks. Everyone's raving about it. Yeah. Couldn't find it at all in Canada. It wasn't on their website. I randomly was in the state. I was in a t- small town in Idaho, went to their local Walmart and they had some. <sighs> and I was like, okay, clearly nobody here listens to Jeffree Star. So I remember I did an Instagram thing. I was like, guys, who needs one? Because yeah. there's tons. And I had so many people messaging me saying, can you grab me one? I flipped in. I'm like, I'm sure no one there needed it because yeah. it was such a small town. Yeah. I was like, here's where it all is hiding. Is it this one Walmart? <laughs> my gosh, I love it. Um, okay, so what's your drink? Okay, my drink of the week, I got this a few weeks ago and even I told you about this before, but now it's starting to pick up traction again on Instagram. So the drink of the week is from my friend Janelle. She is the one who told me about it and it is called um, the Fuzzy Peach Refresher. Mm. Guys, it does taste like a fuzzy peach. And even today on my Instagram, I saw people talking about it, which is funny. But so you ask for a venti mango dragon fruit refresher, Mm -hmm. no water, no inclusions, half peach juice, two pumps vanilla, and you top it up with coconut milk and you get light ice. (laughs) It's such a mouthful. But I feel like with all these crazy drinks, people order them online, right? Like I don't. Oh, you just go up and you spew that out? (laughs) I don't know how I do it online. (laughs) So many people, I've seen so many people that will order these like crazy drinks, like from TikTok or whatever, but they'll order them on the app and then they're ready for pickup because they were like, my hands on my forehead, guys, like embarrassed to order them. Nope. I'm not me. Okay. So before I left, before I left Canada, me and... Um, I've been best friends with these girls since high school. There's five of us. We did a very socially distanced goodbye kind mm-hmm. of thing. We were very far apart. Please don't think we were breaking any rules. Um, <laughs> but they'd asked me to pick up drinks. And so that's what I did. Um, 
and I had to order five different drinks and they were like, we want to try those like lemonades that I had raved about a few weeks ago. And then someone else, there was like some other fancy ones that they wanted. Oh and I got God. to the, the drive through window and I was like, okay, just bear with me here. Cause I have five drinks and none of them are on your menu. So it's going to take us a good 10 minutes just to order. Oh my gosh. That poor barista. <laughs> the barista, she flipping was a rock star. She was she like, okay. It. She goes, this is the order you need to ask it in. She goes, I need to know the size. She goes, I need to know the ice and then start. I was oh, like, good to know. Or if it was like light ice, no ice, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, I had to be so slow with it. That po- she, it was a very expensive drink order too. Uh, I bet it was like $50. It was pretty damn close. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So my drink, you'd be very proud of me. I know you commented on my story yesterday. Um, I'm not like addicted to Red Bull. However, I tried the blueberry one yesterday. It was so good. So good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, (laughs) there's also a purple one that, how do you say it? Acai? I I do not. not good. No, it was between that one and the blueberry one. And I'm glad I chose the blueberry one. I will never buy that purple one. No, no. And I tried the green one, the dragon fruit one. And it was like, okay. Yeah. It is delicious. Oh, (laughs) that is so good. The peach one is my favorite, Mm -hmm. but it has, okay, this next one has been to Canada a few times, but it's so hard to find because they mm. don't get like in the summer. Pear. Ooh. That is the what color is that can. It's a dark green can. Okay. Really dark. It is the most refreshing drink. You won't even realize it's a Red Bull. It's so light. It's so good. Well, that Red Bull got me through 30 degree weather and I had four newborn sessions in and four outdoor engines in a studio. Plus I have a space heater on for the newborns and it, it made me through, I know it's crazy, but you need it on to kind of like keep them warm and toasty and comfy. Yeah, but it's so warm out. Can't you just I, put them in the window? Well, not if you're trying to get moody photos, Jane, oh, you're yeah, a photographer. Right. You're a moody one. But it kept me going. So that was my my drink of the week. And now I'm hooked. I feel like I need to stock up on Red Bulls. I literally sent Zach out for some tonight. I love it. Like, I'm going to need one now. So many different flavors down there, hey? No, we still have the same ones in Canada. Okay, okay. Have, they get the first ones before Canada. They get the new yes. ones. It's like for How instance, good are the snacks down there? Oh, the snacks are freaking amazing. <laughs> the U.S. always has the best. Guys, if you don't know this already, I'm a big Oreo freak. Oh my gosh. It's gigantic. And I went, that was one of the first places I went was to the Walmart to because we needed groceries, right? And Oreos. I like, beelined it to, the, oh <laughs> to where the Oreos are. And it was just, ah. Did they have the Lady Gaga ones? No. Right now they have NBA ones though. Mm. I'll say that. And I just tried a hazelnut Ooh. one which was super good. The small, the small one is really good. You'll never want to eat another Oreo again. Like they are superior. And someone even commented and was like, I feel like they missed an opportunity. They should have called them Smorios. Oh yeah. I think that'd have been the best name for them. That would have been. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many. trademarked somehow. Huh? Maybe it's trademarked somehow, somewhere. I don't know how. But they are so good. Like there's still flavors I haven't tried. <gasps> the lemon ones are delicious. 
they're really good. They're yeah. really like a good afternoon delight. Yeah. Like very palatable. I love lemon. Lemon is my like favorite. Yeah. That's how I like my water is with lemon. Mm. Oh. And I like it before I go to bed. And then when I wake up in the morning, really oh. good for your tummy. Mm, good to know. Yeah. Oh, I should have said that is my new product. I just started a prebiotic probiotic, like vitamin. It's a prebiotic probiotic. Yeah. It's like dual purpose. I got it from the drugstore the other day because I was talking to somebody because my skin broke out really bad because I feel like the transition of like spring, winter to summer skin, like your skin's trying to shift. And then I was on antibiotics for shingles a couple weeks ago and my skin just like got so angry. So I was talking to my girlfriend, Amber, shout out to Amber. Um, and she was like recommending me some like skincare and stuff like that. And, uh, she's like all skin, good skin starts from the gut. And I was like, yeah, 100%. She's like, how healthy do you eat? And I was like, "Mm, really healthy. Like I was, (laughs) so she's like, okay, the first thing that you need to do is start like taking a multivitamin and taking a prebiotic. And she's like, get a prebiotic. It will literally start helping your gut and your skin immediately because your skin is your largest organ. Right. So that's also like a side note. So I'll let you know how that goes. Okay. I really want to know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have a couple heavy topics to talk about, right? Yeah. But I feel like they need to be talked about. I know. I know. Let's just, let's just dive into it this week. Okay. Deal. This week, we're going to talk about two things. So we'll give you a heads up. If this is not your jam, we totally get and respect it. But I think we both feel like we need to talk about it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The first we're going to talk about is, um, is bullying. Yeah. Because it's just become rampant with the internet. And the second thing, which we will get to, we are going to touch on what has happened in Kamloops, excuse me, yep. last um, week with the 215 children that mm-hmm. were found, yep. which is just horrific. But we just have a few comments that we would like to express. Yeah. But- and we'll definitely have a bonus episode with someone that I know personally who actually lives and is a part of that community here just outside of Calgary. Um, yeah. And she's going to come on. We're going to do a bonus episode and just talk, really dive into residential schools and and all of the crazy and heavy things that come with that. So um, we'll touch on this but we'll definitely have a lot more conversation with our girlfriend. And we completely respect if our listeners are like, you know what? No, not today. Mm -hmm. Totally. We get that. We just want to let you guys know in advance Mm -hmm. because you need to be ready for what we're about to say, I guess. Yeah. Um, But stay on for the bullying part for sure, because I think everyone needs to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Let's dive into that. So let's, let's talk about, a couple instances that have happened this past week with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'll just start it off, but <sighs> guys, social media is not a private thing. No. Like, I feel weird that I have to say this to people, but social media is not private. Nope. Um, you're, even if you try and private your your Instagram, your Facebook, things like that. I can promise you your information can be found. Yeah. And um, I think people need to realize that whether it's even for what we're about to discuss with the bullying, but like, especially if you want to keep things private, like photos of your kids or where you work, things like that. Yeah. I can guarantee you your information can be found. So 
let's just start off by saying that. So an incident has happened this week, a couple incidences with people who, why, why don't you start it off, Jen? Sorry. So if you guys watch my personal stories, um, I talked about an instance where, and I'm not going to dive into crazy details because they're just not necessary, um, but we're grown women. We are in our thirties. Some of us are in our late thirties. Some of us like we're in our thirties. We're, we're no longer in junior high and high school. Um, and there was an instance where a group of girls um, started basically bullying anyone and everyone that could get their hands on. So basically, I believe a group, a text group, an Instagram group, whatever it was, was created. And this group was created strictly to screenshot people's Instagrams, public, private, whatever it is, um, and basically tear people down. So I don't know how, I don't know the details of how many people were in this group or what it entailed. um, But the people in this group, their sole purpose for this group was to tear people down to each other. Um, And somehow this has all come to light. Um, And unfortunately, my name came up at one point. um, And I'll just preface by saying that the girls in this group, whom I know, I know who they are. I literally have met these girls one time. So this just means to me that I have met these girls one time. Um, I've had very, very, very little interaction with them. And yet I'm still a topic for them to make fun of multiple things in my life. One of them being my family trauma. Um, if you follow my Instagram very closely, you know that I talk openly about alcoholism. My mom was an alcoholic right up until she passed away. Um, we have family trauma. There was a lot of abuse in our family, hence the alcoholism and the drugs and all of that stuff. So I talk openly about that pain because I feel it's important. It's such a taboo topic and not a lot of people want to talk about it. And I feel like if you grow up in that, or you have an alcoholic in your family or somewhere, it's almost like a hidden secret and you don't want to talk about it. So all that to say, I've taken my platform and, and try to use it for the best possible outcome. And I can tell you, and I'm not just saying this when I, I got probably 20 messages tonight after I post posted my picture of my mom tonight. And my picture tonight was actually a repost from a year ago. And I basically said, if you don't like what I'm posting, this is your invitation to go. This is my personal Instagram. I'm not going to come to your personal Instagram and berate you for what you post. This is my personal page. It is no different than me, I don't know, having a blog and posting what I want. It's it's really the same thing. So it's frustrating to me that I was a target. Um, and, and when I say everyone's a target, I mean, they had a hit list of people that they targeted every day. Um, and that to me is just incredibly sad because again, we are grown women with children. Some of these people don't have children. Um, and if my children were ever on the receiving end of this, you best believe I would come unglued. Well, and it's just, didn't we all agree that children were kind of off limits? Like even Perez Hilton, who was like the ultimate. Yeah. I love Perez Hilton. So please, Perez, if by chance you're listening to this, you liked one of my Instagram stories and post one time and I died um, because I was so excited. But like um, he even came forward and said he regretted touching on celebrities' children. Yeah, totally. It should just always be off limits. Yeah, 100%. and trolling is just not a good look. No. It's just not a good look. Because the, the pure the pure reason is jealousy. 100%. Uh, if, if even one of the biggest 
Snap bullies of all time, which we is Perez. Let's be honest. He was a celebrity bully. If he can come forward and be the bigger person, be like, you know what? No, shouldn't have done that. I've learned from my mistakes. We should protect the children. Yeah. Like, it just baffles my mind. So this is why I'm saying it's not private, guys, because when I was instructed about this, I had all their information. Mm -hmm. I do not know these people in how many minutes. Yeah, totally. Three minutes. Yeah. I had everything about them. Yeah. Everything, including where they were. Bodyguard. And I'm not, and I'm not here for cancel culture. I don't believe in cancel culture, but like, please just... I feel like we're preaching to people, but like, it needs just to remember said. guys, social media is called social. Yeah. That's how it starts. And your information, anything that, that you're saying to be mean and destructive, it's just not a good look. No. And is that the mark that you want people? Because I can like, is that the how you want people to know you as? Because now as a photographer who does weddings, yeah. I can promise you now, I will never recommend mm-hmm. that wedding collective yeah totally um, that is not their name no but like, just <laughs> preface it in case there's someone out there called the wedding collective yeah it's not, it's not their name no. um but I would never recommend them to any no. engaged couples ever. so just like anything you do on the internet can lead back to something else yeah just tread lightly and like I was saying to some people today like hurt people hurt people yeah and so instead of coming at the people who have nothing to do with your hurt and you're just angry at the world. So you're taking it out on them. How about you go and a find a hobby or B like go talk to a counselor or figure out whatever you need to figure out instead of berating people who have literally nothing to do with you. I just don't know why it's so hard for people to shut their mouths. I, I wish I knew. Um, like just no, I agree. Another incident happened this week where someone um, was talking smack about, someone else yeah uh, and like that sounds so vague but I'm trying to protect identity no totally 100 percent. just like I but don't still. understand it is it's hurt people and it's jealousy but I just don't understand why people think what's that the that purpose okay what's the purpose people like to gossip mind your business I know it's true <laughs> that's what it comes We're both sitting here like with our hands on our chins <laughs> I just don't understand why it happens because like you and I are not those people I would, and I've said this to you off air, Jane, like I would never call you and be like, oh my gosh, did you see what so-and-so did? That's just not us. We well, wouldn't you, well, do that. No. And I might do that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I might be that type of person who's like, oh my word, did you see Jen's story today? But, but it's not hurtful. I, that's, that's what I'm getting yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I would never then like try and pick you apart for the person you are or what you look like. In fact, and especially, I would never go after your children. Mm-mm. I just, I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I need to preface by saying that um, one of the things that was actually said, hence why I brought up my mom, <clears throat> was that what I post about my mom and her story is annoying. And that that hit me hard today um, because my mom doesn't have a voice anymore. I am her voice. So... If I could, and when I say that people have messaged me, I have talked to multiple, multiple, multiple people in on my social media, on my Facebook and on my Instagram, who have family members that are dealing with alcoholism, who maybe they're struggling with alcoholism. And they're like, thank you for reaching out. And actually the same girl that recommended my prebiotic commented on my post today and said, because of how open you are, it has allowed me to look back at my childhood traumas 
and view them as a growing stepping point versus something that's hindered me in my life. And hell, if that's how that is viewed, then I don't care about the haters, but the haters still need to go away. <laughs> I just, yeah, we, we see trolls everywhere. Yeah. Like let's break it down. We see it everywhere. It's been since flipping X since like MSN messenger was around to for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, was it, what was it? Aim? What was the other yeah. one? Called? Yeah, I am. Um, but there was like MySpace, Nexopia. Like there were trolls since any yeah. of this stuff t- took place. Just, are we still doing this? Like it's like, really? This is still a thing? It's so crazy to me. Oh. Um, be a dick. But I worry about our children. <laughs> I worry about the bullying with them. Oh, yeah. It's happening. There's even talks about like bullying in schools with COVID and like if your mask comes down, you know, a millimeter off your nose or something, some of the, obviously not the younger kids, but like the older kids in like junior high, they're like yelling at these kids whose mask has slipped down maybe because they just, I don't know, got up from their desk and all of a sudden these other kids are yelling at them and they're like, oh, you know, you're going to get COVID. You're going to take it home and kill your whole family, things like that. I've heard it multiple times. I have a ton of teachers that are like uh, clients of mine in my photography business and kids are mean, man. Kids are mean. And I swear this, someone can yell at me if you want to, but the kids that are mean have parents that are also mean. The bully kids have bully parents. I promise you it all is connected. So treat and again, obviously Jane has a different opinion, which is totally fine. Um, yeah, I do have a different opinion, yeah. but I respect your opinion. Totally. Um, and it's not always the case. I shouldn't say that's always the case. Yeah, that's what I'm, it's not always yeah. apparent because sometimes your your kid is just, just a, a jerk. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yep. Just, um, I think what we need to do as parents is to also be watching that and being involved. Mm-hmm with that because it's just like geez they're bugging over covid crap mm-hmm. we've been dealing with this for a year and a half well i'm yeah. not dealing with it anymore shout out mm-hmm. to utah <laughs> you are open down there open for business it's open for business i'm not wearing a mask anymore right um, don't get mad at me about that i don't have to state law um but no i agree but i think that the bullying starts with the kids and i truly believe that if you do have a kid that is a bully and you've noticed that obviously it's not from you or your spouse, but it's just them. That's just how they've kind of turned into. Then that's something that needs to be dealt with as soon as you notice it. That's, that's my opinion. And I think the problem is too, is sometimes parents don't want to see that side of their kids either. Yeah. I think that that's what, where I'm coming from. It's like, uh, like, I love my children to pieces. I do. And in my eyes, they can do no wrong. Yeah. Even though, of course, absolutely they can. So I think it'd be really hard to hear, hey, your kid was bullying. Yeah. I'd be like, Lexi was what? No, Lexi's so sweet. Because you don't want to hear that. Just like sometimes we don't want to hear the negative stuff about ourselves. Yeah. Like, I'm terrible for it. If I do something wrong, if I come and apologize to you, and this is stuff I've been working on my whole life. So please, no, guys, I'm not perfect. I might try and act it, but I'm not. Um, But if I apologize for something, it's that takes a lot for me to yeah. be like, yeah, I really messed up. Yeah, totally. Like, Cause I will avoid it. I'll avoid admitting I'm wrong, which totally. is something I've really been trying to deal with. And so 
with with my kids, I know that I would be that parent that'd be like, no, no, yeah. my kid but. I also know that I would start watching myself more and watching my kids like a freaking hawk. Yeah, totally. I don't want me to be a liar either. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, <sighs> so I just think that bullying is such a big, 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 big thing right now. And uh, it's so easy to do over the internet. People it's, are bored. It, people are bored. They have like, that's why I said earlier, go get a hobby, like <laughs> figure out what you, if it's flying airplanes, what? fly an airplane. Netflix has a lot of great shows, guys. Mm-hmm. So does Disney Plus Prime. Yeah, Hulu, totally. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to be a keyboard warrior. No, exactly. So just, I guess, be mindful of what your kids are doing, what they're saying. And kids, because these are adults. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. It was you this time, not It's Sarah. usually Jane's husband that sneezes, but apparently it's me today. I tried to hold it in. My goodness. Um, but I think the keyboard warriors, and it's not just kids, it's not teens, it's it's all ages, it's adult women, adult men, it's it's everyone. So um, just My be mindful. You, mm. I have a question to you. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So how do you think we should be dealing with the adults? Because we've just talked about how it would be if we were in school and it was a kid. How do you think it's best to deal with an adult who is being a bully to another adult? I think what that think? a lot of us are afraid of like conflict. And we don't want to have these discussions with these people that are bullies. We just like sweep it under the rug and hope that it goes away. Um, I do think I'm not a confrontational person. However, I do think that it needs to take place. I think conversations need to happen because then and only then, in my personal opinion, Mm -hmm. is when people, if you're never called out on your SHIT, you're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep doing it, in my opinion, because you don't Mm -hmm. see anything different. Um, And let's just say you're a bully and you bully 10 different people in five months and none of those 10 people say a word you're just going to keep doing it so I think that these people need to be called out and I think that the cycle needs to end that's that's my personal opinion oh I'll agree with you on that and sometimes it's just like I go into mama bear mode Mm -hmm. it's about someone I care about yeah like like you saw me, yeah. you had my voice messages when I heard about it. I was like, girl, I found out everything. And again, like I don't do council culture, but I found everything out about these people. Yeah, totally. Very quickly. But when it's for me, I'm like, oh, just let it be. Yeah. I don't want to like, ah, this sounds so silly, but I don't want to be the issue. I yeah. don't want to be the problem. I don't want to be the one stirring up stuff. But what if the same person, and it's not, but what if the same person who was bullying you and you just swept it under the rug has now come to me and is now bullying me? Well, and that's happened. Not, exactly. not with us. Not with us, but that's exactly happened. what, yeah. I know, that's the hard thing. Guys, listeners, when it comes to bullying, what do you think is the best approach? We all, I think we'll all be on the same page when it comes to kids. Yeah. Like you protect the victim, mm-hmm. but it's so much harder when it's adults. So I'm very curious to hear, hear what people think about that. Do yeah. you say something? Do you not? Do you shrug it off? Cause we're, I'm using quotes. We're adults. Just let it go. But some yeah. things shouldn't be let go. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing if someone doesn't want to be your friend. Okay. That's a bit childish. Like just find a new friend. Like you don't need to beg someone to be in your life, but if they're actually saying negative things or bringing you down or, or, you know, whatever that I think requires a conversation in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. 
guys are so guys are so simple. If two men have an issue, they will either punch each other in the face and then hug it out at the end and walk away pre COVID obviously. (laughs) Um, But like, if my husband ever had an issue with someone, they would probably fight it out (laughs) maybe in his younger years and then they'd be good. They would bury the hatchet right there. Right. That's it. Women are not like that. We draw things out till the bitter end. I will tell you from personal experience, not my personal experience, but someone I know personal experience. Yeah. But I witnessed it. I guess that's a better way to do it. If the man doesn't get to just hash it out, that grudge is forever. Is forever. Yeah, totally. Like, like forever, forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even my husband was like, Jane, sometimes guys just have to do that. That's so, that sounds so stereotypical, but like, no, like, no, sometimes we just need to punch it out mm-hmm. and then it's done and we can move on. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't happen. No, it's worse than a girl grudge. It's just like pent up aggression. I totally get it. Yeah. So what's like, our takeaway for bullying here? Well, I want to know what people think about it. Do do you confront when you're an adult, especially if it's going to, I think, I think especially if minors are involved or people who can't speak for themselves, I think sometimes things need to be said. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if it was just about me, I think I'd just have to, I'd be like, whatever, you don't have to like me. But it's, if they were to start talking about, say, my father who passed away, mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, you come for him. Mm-hmm. You're joining him on the other side. But I promise you, he's in a much yeah. nicer place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, or you come for my kids. Yeah. I'm very curious because my natural instinct would be you confront. Mm-hmm. You confront, you confront, you confront. Yeah. Because I would want that for my friends. I would want that to never have to be an issue. And I would confront if, I, if someone was talking smack about my friend. Yeah. Ah, but when it's It'd be just- different if we had a grudge or there was an issue, but when I say I'm a literal stranger to them, I'm a literal stranger to these people. So that's why I don't get it. And again, guys, you need to understand that I, and this is my whole purpose of this. And I did a whole rant today. I am not, it, it hasn't affected me. The thing about my mom definitely got to me for sure. Um, yeah. But I also know that obviously these people are just negative people. And I, I obviously don't need them in my life. However, if I was someone, and I actually had one of my girlfriends comment on my story and was like, if I'm glad you are in a good headspace, Jen, because if that was me, because I'm already in a fragile mm-hmm. state, that would set me over the edge. And if these choice words, insert choice words here, kinds of women made someone almost become a danger to themselves because of the negativity they've brought. Hell no, hell no. So when I say that I'm in a good spot, I didn't lose any sleep last night thinking about these women. Um, however, have I, had I been in a bad spot, that's dangerous. And that's where I think these people need to be called out and not just specifically to this, but like, this is why bullying needs to be called out in my opinion. Yeah. This is an isolate. This is just one incident, but we're talking in very general terms. It's so difficult because you, it never ends in high school. Everyone always says, Oh, that's so high school. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's worse. High school was easy. 
and I was bullied. <laughs> I had a yeah. song written about me, performed at a um, a church event. Oh my gosh! Like because of what? Oh, because I had red hair. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Did you see when I posted your maternity picture the other day? I did. Everybody was like, her hair is amazing. Uh, See, as an adult, this is such a side note. As an adult, I get the compliments now on my hair. But you never did in school. No. Yeah. Do you know that even as a young adult, before I was married, before Zach was in my life, if a friend... This sounds so dumb, you guys. I'm not oppressed. I know I'm actually very lucky. So just please don't think that. But like before, if a friend was trying to set me up on a date, I wouldn't even say to them, do they know what I look like? Do they know how tall I am? Because I'm five foot, like I'm very short. Do they know that I have a messed up accent? I wouldn't even care about any of that. What I like to do. Do we have any things in common? I would honestly always say, do they know I'm a ginger? And it'd be like, why? And I'm like, let them know I'm a ginger. Do you know how many dates got canceled after hearing I was oh a ginger? Oh my gosh. Isn't that the dumbest thing? They missed the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> <That's> <laughs> like from just having a red hair. Isn't that so dumb? Oh, yeah, yeah. People are dumb. That's what whatever. I, that. I got a good one. And now people like look at your hair and they're like, whatever color that is. I want that color. I, I got stopped one time. I was at a conference and a woman said she was a hairstylist and she goes, what shade are you? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, natural. <laughs> She's like, no, what shade did they use on your hair? Like what numbers, what line was it? And I was like, God, <laughs> like genetics. And my friend who was with me, she's like, this is her natural color. So did your dad have red hair? He did. He, he did. Okay. Not bright red hair. It was like um, a brownie red. Okay. When he was younger. And does your so mom have any kind of recessive gene or no? I want to say she does somewhere in the family. Okay. Okay. Because you're super red. Yeah. I'm like flaming. Yeah. Different type of flaming, but flaming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for some reason, I in my head, I thought your dad had like brown hair, but so he it went brown when he got older. Okay, but it was red when he was younger. Okay, but he had it when he was younger. It was like a reddy brown. Oh my god, it's like more like a chestnut, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. I have, but mine is bright. It's funny how like redheads and like people who have beautiful hair colors, they have like pretty words to describe their hair, and us brown folk that all have that mousy brown tone that we talk about that's how we describe it no you have mousy brown hair you have honey blonde you have caramel i'm not any of those things this is not my natural color oh i went to hair school and so these are the terms that we would use because doesn't caramel rich caramel sound so much better than mousy brown yes yeah i know people are always like what's your natural color i'm like mousy brown i don't know (laughs) Like I hate, I hated when they would be like, oh, an ashy blonde or an ashy brown. And I was like, you know how hard that is to like get ash. Yeah. It's like impossible. But like when they would describe it, I'm like, that doesn't sound pretty. No. Like ash me up. Right. But you know what? My color, like when I was a kid was a beautiful, like mahogany color is a total side note. But now when my roots come in, like you can see them, Jane, they are like, a mousy brown. There's no warmth there. It's super, super. Maybe I am an ashy, ashy brown. Maybe you are. 
Maybe. I'm, I'm the epitome of ash. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Okay. So all in all, bullying sucks. That's our verdict. Um, and if I you want to are- know, I want to know how listeners, I want to know how our listeners would, what you would do in a bullying situation as an adult. Cause I feel we'll like make a post and please go comment on it and let yeah, us know. I'm genuinely curious. What is yeah. the way to move forward? Because I know we'll, we'll all experience it throughout the rest of our lives on my deathbed. Yeah. I'll be the one turning around. Yeah. What I really think of them. That's when I'll confront the bully. (laughs) Totally. I know. I agree. Um, Okay. So we'll definitely make a post. Make sure you guys go comment on that. Um, The second topic is a more recent, um, not recent. It has come to light in the news recently as of about a week ago. Jane, do you want to open up? Yeah, so if you are current on Canadian news, you will have heard the absolutely horrific event that took place. I want to say it was last week. I'm I'm pulling up the exact date because I want to make sure that I am doing them justice. Mm-hmm. But two, the body of 215 children were found in Kamloops. Um, it was absolutely horrific and they were found on the grounds of a residential school an old residential school um for anyone who doesn't know where Kamloops is can you tell them it's in British Columbia okay so um where the school was located I I will not even attempt the name because me trying to dis- to say the name would actually be very disrespectful to them 100 this um indigenous community I'm so sorry. I'm going to, I can't do them justice by saying their name. So I, I really don't want to butcher it for them, Mm -hmm. but please Google it. They were using for lack of, I'm doing the worst job now. Now that we've hit record describing it, they were, um, people were doing some infrared, I guess, testing on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, And that's how they found it. They weren't like searching for these bodies. They didn't know that this was here. Were they indigenous people or were they just- They have not released the name from what I have found so far of the company. Okay. I have not been able to find that. And maybe I'm just bad at Googling, but so far, even in a a news- Do you think they were hired by the indigenous people of that area? No, I don't. Okay. I think okay. that they were just trying to do a job. Okay. Okay. From what I have read. And please, <clears throat> please, if you guys are like Jane, so out of it, please forgive me. No. Um, but 215 bodies were found and bodies as young as three years old were found. And it is devastating. absolutely horrific. The Kamloops India. It was called the Kamloops Indian Residential School. It was one of the largest in Canada mm-hmm. and it operated from the late 19th century until the late 1970s. And it was run by the Catholic Church under the federal government. And the federal government took it over in the late 60s. Okay. So it wasn't always run by the government. Yeah. So the government knew. Let's just remember that, guys. The government knew what was happening. Um, it did close <clears throat> a decade later. Yeah. Okay? So it wasn't one of the most recent uh, residential schools, but it it was there. Okay. And the these bodies have been found, and it's 
absolutely horrific. Sorry, my husband's just walking up our stairs. It's just, hi. It's just a little noisy because they're crickety. Crickety? Creaky. Um, but these, these children's bodies have been found and they are working on identifying as best as they can. Mm-hmm. They are working on trying to find um, how these children mm-hmm. were passed on. But we need to discuss that this was a genocide. 100%. Like it wasn't 100%. these, this is a part of Canadian history that is not typically discussed. Yep. The reason I even know about residential schools is um, because I worked for Boys and Girls Clubs of Canada and I worked for whole child and family services where we actually dealt with a lot of um, Indigenous youth yep. who had residential school trauma, which we, um, not from them specifically, but from generational trauma. Yeah. Um, so I, that's how I learned about it. Yeah. And, um, especially mm-hmm. we are on their land mm-hmm. much, many of our, um, buildings and schools and a lot of Calgary is on indigenous land and you yeah. have to be respectful of that. Um, even before we would have a meeting, we would, um, recognize the land that we were on. Mm-hmm. for every meeting to be respectful of where we are which yeah. I honestly was very taken aback when we started doing things like that yeah. it was not something I had ever experienced but I actually grew to love it because I appreciated their way of life their yeah. culture and giving thanks 100% all the time um, <clears throat> what I think we need to discuss though and I, I'm not an expert in this by any means. So please Neither am I. don't think about that. I would rather obviously do our episode where we will be speaking to someone who mm. can talk on this horrible thing more. What we need to discuss is the social media side of it, because this is something that's already bugging me and I want to say something about it. No. So as we all know, um, we've all seen it through. If you have social media, we've all seen it. We've all seen people posting about it. Guys, the work doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. And this is what bugs me. And here's why. So a few years ago, and please like interrupt whenever. Totally. Last year, it was just last year, 2020. Last year, yeah. The Black Lives Matter movement really picked up. It had always been around, but when it really picked up with the, you know. With- it was this time last year, wasn't it? I believe it was in March or April. I'm so... No, it was a little bit after COVID started. So probably April, May. Yeah. It was in May. Yeah. When George Floyd was murdered. Yeah. Because he was. Um, When that happened, this whole Black Lives Matter movement did pick up. And it has been extremely (laughs) eye-opening. And I am learning and I'm still continuing to learn. What frustrated me is when people would post on their social media about it which was great at first, but it was for clickbait. Yeah. And that's what I'm having an issue with right now. And you're seeing that. And not everyone is doing this. So please don't think, but um, people are doing an injustice to these children. Mm. They are now using this absolute horrific tragedy for clickbait because they want people to think that they give a crap. When you think people think that about us? Probably. Like, why are we talking about it? Why because it matters. It matters. And this is, this is 
this is why we do call to actions because things matter. Right. And I hope that people will follow through with our call to actions, yeah. which I will give guys. Like I'm going to let you know things. That mm-hmm. you help. But um, it's just something that really bugs me when yeah. I see people posting about it, but they're doing it just to look like they care. Yeah. But then they, they don't do anything about it after. Yeah. They just share it just to share. Yeah. And so what I want to talk about, because this is something I can talk about, is some guys, there's programs out there. And if you really want to know more about how we can help Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) educate ourselves on the history that Canada did not teach us. We did not learn this in school at all. No. No. Oh, my heaven. I believe that we, because when did you move here? What grade were you in? I was in like the last month of grade nine. Okay. Going into grade 10. I do believe that we learned, if we learned anything, it was a little bit of indigenous culture, um, but it wasn't a ton. And I believe it was in like grade seven and eight, a little bit, but none of this, none of this would have come up ever because it's almost like a taboo thing that people don't want to talk about because 100% it's funny how you learn not funny obviously it's not the right word but like you learn about world world war ii you learn about hitler you learn about you know genocide in that era of life but yet this is 100% the same thing in a different circumstance and it is not talked about. It is not part of the curriculum at school. Um, and this, I've pulled up a list before you continue, Jane. Yeah. I've pulled up a list for the Canadian, the website is residentialschoolsettlement.ca and it goes into province. I would say there's probably at least 20 schools per province. Okay. So let's just dive into Alberta really quick, because obviously that's where we, well, I live, (laughs) you lived. Um, there (laughs) there is one in Morley or there was, again, I don't know if these buildings have, a lot of the buildings are still standing. They have not been torn down. They're obviously closed, but they were open until what's the latest 1996, 1996 guys. I was eight years old. It's so crazy. We're still functioning. And the, if you don't know what was happening in these residential schools, sorry, we will get to your list guys. They were trying to completely wipe out an entire race. Forget their culture, forget their every language, everything. Imagine if someone tried to rip your children out of your arms. That's what was happening. It's insane. And it was just accepted. I came across case. So I was like late night scrolling one night because I was honestly devastated Um, and devastated in myself because I had never done any of the research. Um, And for this one, it hit me hard. And I don't, I don't know why, but something like within me was called. And I was just looking at all these documents and there was an article and I, I, forgive me, I don't know which school he was from, but he was from a residential school. He was basically like the pastor priest because they were mostly, mostly run by Catholics. Um, And so this priest principal, whatever his title was, I'm using air quotes, um, made a document and a lot of these children were allowed to allowed and again using air quotes allowed to go home for christmas one day one of the years but there was a strict letter that said you must pick your children up on time on the day and you must return them the next day by let's just call it 6 p.m. because if you are not you will not see your children again next christmas and that means that once you return your child call it boxing day 
you don't see your child again until the following year. Can you take that in for a second? You would never see your child for an entire year. And keep in mind, there was no video calling. There was no telephone there. Like, I mean, sometimes there was telephone, but that in itself, like if you don't return your child return, like it's a piece of their property, return your child by 6 PM on boxing day, you will lose Christmas privileges the following year. And I literally was laying in bed and I'm like, what the actual I just don't understand how people thought that that was okay. And people, scumbaggy people will justify different time. It was a different time. No, you stupid idiot. It was wrong. It was wrong to do that. I don't care if you thought you were acting by the grace of God. It's so crazy. It was wrong to take these children away from their families. And you know what they've done? They have now caused generational trauma Mm -hmm. on these people. And not everyone is affected by it. I know that not everyone. um, But I bet you everyone knows someone who was. Yes. Yeah. It's just... The whole, this is why we warned you guys, it was heavy. The whole thing, we really have to educate ourselves on this. And as a white woman, mm-hmm. I freaking better educate myself on this. 100%. If you're going to post on your social medias about it, you damn well better be educating yourself Don't on it. Don't just post an orange screen. Don't just do it for clickbait. It's actually yeah. so disrespectful to the lives that were lost and the lives that have been changed. It's, it's, it's 200. And that's just one residential school. Yeah. Exactly. That's just Kamloops. Um, So this list, um, there were some in high, there was one in high river. Um, There was one in Sutina, which is obviously just a little bit South uh, or East, sorry, (laughs) East of Calgary, um, which is actually where the girl who we're going to talk to um, family is. A lot of them are from the Sutina area there. Isn't Sutina uh, West of Calgary? Sorry. Yeah. Just kidding. Sorry. But there is, there's basically a reserve on every side of our city, basically. Um, There's lots between Calgary and Edmonton. So there's one in Hobima. There was one Sutina. There was one in Morley, which is obviously between like Calgary and Banff. Um, Slave Lake, Galician, Red Deer, Fort Vermilion, Slave Lake. Like this is just the Alberta list. And then it goes on and on. There are some in like in BC, there's Tofino, Chilliwack, Kootenai area, Cranbrook, Kamloops, Kitimat, um, Fraser Lake. Uh, like it goes on and on and on. Um, like the entire country of Canada. It's crazy to me. And these buildings still stand and 99% of them have not been searched. What do you mean they haven't been searched? They haven't had infrared searching. Like no one's even like tried to check. Well, I hope that now they'll try and check the ground. I'm sure they, I hope they are. I know that my friend, again, that we'll talk to, that's what they're fighting for is to get the one near their reserve checked. Have you ever heard the conspiracy about the royals who came to Canada when they came to Canada? No, please do, Tish. Like Philip and Queen Elizabeth. Mm. And I've heard about this recently. And sources are hard to find, but there it is a conspiracy that's out there. So I'm very curious if this is true or not. But apparently Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth, I'm going to get 
I'm going to get in trouble for this as a British citizen. They came to visit. It's not funny. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but they came to visit Canada and they went to a residential school, a mm-hmm. working residential school. Like mind boggling that this was the same queen that I grew up with. Mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and they asked to have a special lunch with 10 of like the school's brightest students not one of those students has ever been heard of again. What? Mm-hmm. They went away from the special lunch and never returned. Oh, my gosh. No. Bear in mind, I, I cannot sit here and cite sources right now. I'd have to go and Google and Google and Google again. But it was down a rabbit hole, and it is something that I found. And someone in one of the posts that I was reading talked about how they were in that class. And they never saw those those school classmates again. Oh my gosh! And my theory, if the, my conspiracy about this conspiracy theory is that, um, from what I understood from when I was reading it, it was like ten of like the brightest students. Mm-hmm. I think that they would have talked. Yeah, they would have mm-hmm. tried to get out of this horrible situation that what they were in. Rightly oh. so. I mean, the generational trauma comes from, you know, some of these young moms being abused in these schools, having children and said children needed to be removed from the situation. And that in itself is devastating. There were young children that were being in these schools, guys. When I'm, what I'm about to say is horrific, but we need to be knowing about this stuff. But there were young children in these schools who had been raped, who had gotten pregnant. And the way that the um, schools dealt with these pregnancies is that child. Oh, it's making me sick. I can't say it. I can't say it. I know. Once that baby was born is that the parent of that baby had to. Bury them. I can't even say it because it's so horrific that like mm-hmm. this stuff happened, that this stuff happened. Yeah. But those, those babies were no longer with us. Like, and I'm not even, these aren't, this isn't, these stories that I just said are not just speculation. No, that is not a speculation. That is real things that happened. Yeah. We don't talk about it. And I'm so horrified that it took 215 children to make us finally start talking about it. Yeah. Because from what I've understood, Canada just has always wanted to sweep it under the rug. Heck, when we flip in, when they got an apology from the government a few years ago, it's like, uh, it's about freaking time. Now, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, are, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, we're going to definitely go into all of this with, with, uh, this lovely lady that we'll have on. Um, she's actually got, if you want to follow her, um, Instagram, she's been posting so many amazing articles and things. Um, her Instagram handle is Mary big bull photography, and it's all one word. Um, and she actually posted about her grandpa and I'm just going to, if you're okay with it, Jane, I'm just going to read what she posted about him. Please do. Um, so she wrote this and it says, grandpa, you were so tiny, but they still ripped you from her arms. Still, they tore you both apart, tears streaming down your face, panic setting in your home fading away your mother screams growing more distant you didn't understand you were too small after all you were only four how did you survive it grandpa dragging into a building by your little arm stripped naked dirty indian they called you savage as they laughed hold still 
as they cut your beautiful long hair, your identity stripped, the beatings, the rape, the torture, the starvation. How did you survive it, Grandpa? The killings of your friends, the silent whimpers at night and the heaviness that surrounded you, the fear of being chosen by the priest or the nun. How did you survive it, Grandpa? But yet they tell us to get over it. They tell us that it's in the past, but Grandpa, it isn't. Our kids are still living through this nightmare. We're still living through it. Addictions, drugs, pills, drinking, child rape from a trusted family member or a friend, the results of a residential school. They don't know, they don't see, and we're living through it all. This hasn't gone away. If only they could see, maybe they'd understand. Maybe then racism would fade away. Another drunk Indian, they mutter. But what they don't see is children were taken, children were beaten, children were raped, children stripped of their culture, stripped of their language, genocide on our people. They don't see the damage. They don't see the scars, Grandpa. How do we get them to see it? And how do we get them to understand? How did it not kill you, Grandpa? The scars, the beatings, the abuse. I can't fathom it. Hell on earth, but yet you survived. You're a survivor. I... (sighs) I can't. <laughs> um, and there's a beautiful picture of him and he looked like such a amazing man. Um, he has passed on. Um, four years old. <laughs> I it's just horrific. And I think that we need to be educating ourselves on what the heck is going on. Because if you don't educate yourself on it, on things unfortunately history can repeat Um, and it might not be with indigenous people it might be with a different culture yeah and um you never know who's (sighs) this sounds like so thick and heavy to say but you don't know who's next right honestly um and I just need to clarify because she actually, if you go onto one of her posts, she has it. And so there is one on Six Sika, which is where she's from, is okay. Six Sika, which is east of Calgary. Sorry, my direction's all mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the school was called Old Sun Residential School. It opened in 1886. And in 1893, the boys were moved to White Eagle Boarding School. In 1901, Old Sun merged with White Eagle. And in 1908, a survey described the school as unsanitary and the building as unsuitable in every way for an institution, is what they're calling it. Finally closed down in 1971. And then it has a list of the names on her post of the children that didn't make a home. And that list probably has... 30 names. So I just feel like this is a conversation that needs to happen. We need to discuss this. This is a real thing. These, this isn't just a conspiracy. These buildings still stand. They still stand. And I bet you if so many of them are searched, especially within the indigenous community, like I I can't claim to know anything about anything. However, I do know that they are very spiritual. And I feel like if those bodies are still there those souls are still at that building trapped in that torture and so once that body is is found and they can make some kind of connection to the family I feel like then that spirit can be with that family again obviously I claim to know nothing about all of their beliefs however that's what I think and so I think that they need to Search all of these schools, like that list in Canada. And I'm sure that's not even a complete list. I bet you there's probably 400 schools. 
I think that we need to be standing with our brothers and sisters of the indigenous um, communities right now, for, mm. for sure. Um, we need to be holding their hands and raising yeah. them up. And I think, and I'm going to put this challenge out to people. Um, I think that the best way to do this is to actually give a crap Mm -hmm. and educate ourselves. If you are posting on social media and you are not educating yourself about it, what the heck are you doing? Take that orange orange screen down and do the course. Do the course. There are, so guys, I want you to know there are multiple courses that you can take for free. Um, They do not take long, um, but that you are going to get educated in indigenous culture. You are going to get um, educated in their history and, um, it's not all it's not all dark like it's not the indigenous uh the residential schools is obviously horrific um but the culture itself is beautiful if you've ever had and i have had the opportunity to participate in smudging um sweat lodge things like that um it's absolutely amazing Mm-hmm. Um, having them come and uh, and chiefs come and they've cleansed group homes that I've worked in yeah is extremely cool yeah. it is it is a way of life I never knew about and so obviously I educated myself through it because of work um, but there are courses that you can take and the University of Alberta actually gives a fantastic one. It is online for free. You get a certificate. And then even if you're a student or you want to go back to school, you can end up taking it for credit as well, which I think is wonderful. Yeah. They're not the only one human rights of um, Canada does it too. So please take a look at that. We also have, where is it? Where did it go? Human rights careers, sorry.com. They do it well and good. We'll talk about it. There's MOOC list who also will give you more information on it. There is a there is a lot. There is uh, the Center of World Indigenous Studies, Columbia University also has come out with one. If you would like to do it through them, yeah. Uh, there's there's many places that will educate you, um, so that we're not just posting for clickbait. Agreed. Agreed. because we actually care and, and i hope you see that through both of us tonight yeah i sincerely hope that you know that we're coming from a place where we are horrified and outraged really by what i'll be doing the course 100 percent. oh yeah in fact they started one today funnily mm-hmm. enough yeah but there are multiple start dates and guys it's free it is yeah. free and for a country that you live in yeah right um I highly, highly encourage doing it. Yeah, 100%. So. Uh, and stay tuned definitely for the episode with Mary Big Bull. Um, I do think that it's going to be a heavy episode, but I think just having her perspective and and telling us her grandpa's story and I'm sure multiple other people that she either is, is family with or knows of, um, let's put just some knowledge behind these orange profile pictures um and yeah. just know why you wearing your orange shirt yeah they do orange shirt they will why are you wearing your orange shirt exactly and please know that if you have ever if you feel like this episode has ever just like triggered something in you or obviously the story of the 215 children has um hit you negatively that you need mm-hmm. to go talk to someone please reach out to a professional and yeah. 
find a safe place where you can talk about that because I think that's really important because for any of our listeners right this might have drugs I hope it hasn't yeah I hope it hasn't left a negative impact but it it could have I don't I don't know where people are coming from when they're listening but just please go and seek some help and go find someone who will talk to you about it because your feelings are valid you matter Mm -hmm. and those lives mattered and holy crap something needs to change 100 percent um, I mean, these school buildings are closed, but the trauma that, that it will live on for generations. So um, the least that we can do is is understand what happened and understand how to view the world differently, because I do think that there are a lot of people in the world who think those same thoughts that I said in that poem that she wrote about her grandpa um, and that a lot of stereotypes are hand in hand with indigenous people. And I wish that instead of just using those stereotypes, and again, I would never, um, but I know that people do like not know know the knowledge as to why that would even be any different than anyone else, because other people drink, other people do drugs, other people do all of these things. And it all stems from the same thing. Mm -hmm. There is trauma in regards to whatever trauma you have, um, their trauma is generational trauma. And I don't think I felt passionate about something as much as I do this. Like I just. The thing is, is when children are involved, I find, and it's sad that it takes children to be involved, but yeah. I think that that's when people really start to listen mm-hmm. um, and realize if it happened to kids, that's not okay. When things happen to adults, people are more prone to just like let it go. Yeah. Like if like terrible example, but if someone was to like, like, no, it's not a good example. I won't use it. But think when things happen to adults, we typically just like brush it off. Yeah. There's gotta be a reason for it. We can write it off. Yeah. We don't really take, (laughs) we don't really care too much about it. We, we give it the five minutes think that we need. But when it happens to children, I find that people do shut up, sit up and listen. Yeah. And because lives were cut short because, because, because. Um, yeah. Like, and even look at us, for instance, we're talking about this because of this horrific thing that happened to children that has come up and it's made us shut up, sit up and listen. Totally. 100%. Right. And that should be our motto today. <laughs> shut up, sit up and listen. Um, but now we do the work. Yeah. Either work. It doesn't end with with posting a picture or sharing something to your story. Know why you're sharing that thing. And I think that that's what people need to understand a little bit more is just think before you post. And man, that ties into bullying as well. Think it does. before you post. It does. This has been a heavy diet. A heavy right. Night. Um, but guys, we're going to leave it on that, I think. Is yeah. there anything else you'd like to say? No, that's perfect. Um, but Jane, maybe you can... Um, post maybe in a a graphic or something share some links maybe somewhere yeah so I have taken courses like I've said for over 10 years um in aboriginal indigenous studies but I would like to also take this free one because I think it doesn't hurt to continue educating yourself so if people would like to join Jen and I in doing that um we will be posting the dates that we will be doing it we would love it if you can do it. You can do it in your own time. It's 20, I believe it's 21 hours in total. Yeah. An hour a night to an hour every couple of nights. Like, yeah, yeah. You can do it. We can all spare that time. Um, no, 100%. To stand 
to stand and support because now's the time that we have to do it. No, so exactly. I will definitely be posting links for that. I will be doing it through the University of Alberta. Yeah. Obviously, please feel free to do it through whatever um, education pathway you choose. Yeah. So I'll be doing it through. And um, yeah. Let's, Amazing. Well, let's thank you for staying tuned and uh, listening to this super heavy episode. And uh, it just needed to be done. We needed to talk about these things. And uh, I look forward to our episode with Mary um, in the next week or so. So with that being said, have a great night, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories. Tag us in it and we'll share it. And also, if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, taking 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.